Hello, and welcome to Gun Reform with Elva Rubio and Isabella Gonzalez. We chose the topic gun reform, and the definition of that is the support of increasing regulations related to gun ownership, aka gun control. We both are pro-gun control for obvious reasons that we will talk about right now. So, there are many obvious problems with gun laws and gun control laws, and we're going to go into pros and cons of gun control. So the first pro is the presence of a gun makes it conflict more likely to become violent. But the con of that is gun control laws would prevent citizens from protecting themselves from foreign invaders. And now our opinions of that is... That it makes no sense. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. We shouldn't personally be worrying about foreign invaders. We believe that that is... Not our job. Not our job. It is the military's job. And And having a a gun wouldn't do anything if a foreign invader would come with a bomb. Right. So... That's not a liable excuse for guns. Yeah. It's just not. Really, we wouldn't need the defense if the military was doing their job of mm-hmm. protecting us protecting and being us. aware of foreign yeah. invaders and things like that. Mm-hmm. So the Catholic social teaching that this gun reform um, coincides with is solidarity. And in a just... It's basically saying that the gospel calls us to be peacemakers and that our love for our brothers and sisters demands that we promote peace in the world that is surrounded by violence and conflict. Mm-hmm. Having guns, like um, Isabel said, simply promotes having a violent interaction with someone. Um, the same thing can be said with like policemen. Policemen recently and recently in the media, but for a very long time in society, have always abused their power with their guns and ever since the George Floyd incident it's been much more evident that guns are not needed because they're not being used for good use like they're getting confused whatever with tasers and things like that and it's not a good solution with social media being as big as it is today and seeing George Floyd's death on camera and it being out there so much the call for gun reform is even more drastic right now there's things on the news right now and going back to uh, social teachings um pope benedict the 16th wrote in his encyclical that the principle of subsidiarity must remain closely linked to the principle of solidarity and vice versa Basically, this is a key understanding in how we as Catholics should discern solutions to the problem of gun violence. The quote that we chose from the Bible is Ecclesiastes chapter 9, verse 18, which is saying that wisdom is better than weapons of war, but one sinner destroys much good. So when, I, when we read that like one sinner destroys much good, both of us like immediately went to like school shootings. You know, there's there's one person carrying, easily carrying a gun, like, easily buy it too with no permit or anything. Yeah, and this this image comes to our head because it's so relevant in the way we grew up and the way that our school systems were and things like that. Like, mm-hmm. we've been practicing um, lockdowns since, what, since, since before we knew yeah. what it was. You know, like, I can say for myself, 
we would get in the corner of the room, turn the lights off, cover the window to the door, lock it, and I wouldn't really know why. Like, Mm -hmm. I thought, oh, okay, like, no one's going to come in because they don't think we're here. But that's not true. It's just the fact that we're hiding. Mm -hmm. See it as, like, hide and seek. Like, Mm -hmm. everyone's just in a corner, down, under desks. Yeah, and it's because, like, no one truly explained to us what it is and why it's happening. Mm-hmm. And then once we knew, it was just like, okay, well, it's normal. It's like, so normal to us now. Like, we talked about, like, how, like, we'll be sitting in the library at Incarnate Word and, you know, when we're not doing some work or something, we'll just be looking around the room and thinking out of nowhere, like, if there was a shooter right now, where would I run? Mm-hmm. Oh, I'd run out that door. What would I grab? I would grab mm-hmm. these things, my phone. Who would I text? Who would I call? Where would mm-hmm. I run to? Like, everything where would I hide and things like and that and it's it's such it happens so many, many times like just thinking about it like any room like I'm in or like if I'm thinking about even going to like a music festival or something like there's always that thought in the back of my head like okay like there, there's a good there's, there could, there's a chance that like someone could easily come in mm-hmm. and just shoot everywhere everyone. yeah and then with the media too like people have put out threats so easily mm-hmm. to shoot up schools like that like I went to St. Catholic school and I think we had maybe three threats yeah. to like having the school shoot up or even mm-hmm. like um if someone has a gun at the Popeyes on the street we were in a five hour okay. four hour lock-in yeah um and it's just it's it's not a good thing to grow up with because mm-hmm. it's so normalized that it doesn't seem like such a big deal when it is Mm -hmm. you know um school shootings have never been a new thing they've been happening since the 1700s um and that is a fact i googled that (laughs) and it's just like this isn't a new thing yet right precautions are not being made to stop them from happening like columbine in 1999 was not the first shooting but it was the first one that the media really took hold of Mm -hmm. and brought awareness to which caused people to start the lock-in drills and start you know coming up with things like door lock what was it like they're like these door stoppers that hide that sit on the entire lining mm-hmm. of your door to like stop the door from being mm-hmm. opened both ways more elaborate plans for if or when there would be a school shooter and you know i saw this thing on i think it was twitter where this person made like this desk that uh it's like steel, a steel desk for little kids or something that can block bullets little mm-hmm. kids just go under and hide yeah. it's crazy how like we're thinking and making and spending money on things to protect ourselves from guns rather than going straight to the problem which is gun yeah, control which is taking them away and it's crazy for us to think like okay i'm I can walk into a store right now and buy myself a gun and just walk out mm-hmm. easily. Yeah. But I can't, you know, like... Drink alcohol. Drink alcohol, even though... Because I'm not 21. Right. But I'm 18, so I can buy a gun. Yeah. And it's it's just a... Like, there's more harsher consequences for mm-hmm. consuming alcohol as an underage or buying it or, you know, mm-hmm. rather than... Than attaining a device that could kill, kill everyone. People around you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's also a big thing because it just keeps happening and like nothing stops. Like I remember I saw this TikTok and the TikTok said something that um, ever since, 
the like quarantine started and Trump's been in office, there's been no school shootings. But it's like no one's in school. Right. Like it's a different thing. They're trying to take away the fact that guns are an issue and they're harming people. Mm-hmm. Right as soon as like we started opening up just a little bit and like people would start flying again. Like I think it was like last month or something or two weeks ago, like what there was like what four shootings in a row to happen. Like there was one here at the airport. Um and there was one at the Pearl, there was one and when when we saw like when I saw it, I was like, Oh, another shooting. Like it didn't like it wasn't like a big deal. Yeah, it doesn't affect anymore. Yeah. And it's definitely a societal and generational thing, too, because, you know, you, you look at young people and you look at Gen Z and the next generation and we're all for gun control. And if people aren't, it's more so that um, they're just like trying to follow what their parents are saying and things mm-hmm. like that. And it's these people, these older people that didn't have to go through the lock-ins and the drills and seeing these things on the news and being scared to go to school afterwards. Like, I remember Sandy Hook. My mom did not want me to go to school the next day. Mm -hmm. It was just this huge thing. Um, And that was just in 2012. Like, that was... We're so... Nine years ago. Exposed to these things on social media. And, like, even I think it was, like, a Super Bowl commercial for, like, Target for school supplies where... It was, like, these kids going into a, a bathroom to hide from a shooter, and they're like, here's my socks, like, mm-hmm. stop the bleeding or some stuff like that. Like, we've... It's been a problem for so long that there are commercials for big brands and stores. Yeah, and there's, like, documentaries and short films mm-hmm. that are relatable to us and that we're watching and we're seeing to bring awareness, but to also make it concrete. You know, there's that that one short film on Netflix. It's called, if anything happens, I love you. And it's showing like the, the mental, emotional, psychological processes of trying to cope with losing a child during a school shooting. And it makes us think like, how do people who are pro gun, how would they handle that if their kid died in a shooting? Would they change their opinions or not? Yeah. And Oh, there's so many documents made and news stories, but, like, what is going to be, like, the final end to it? And we see celebrities like um, Kristen Bell saying, posting, like, we will not give up the fight to gun violence, to end gun violence, and Julianne Moore saying, call your senators now and demand a vote on universal background checks. Join us. And these are, like, celebrities using their platform and, like, their call to action, which is something, like, us as young women and not just women, but anyone should start doing and looking at, looking into who they're voting for mm-hmm. when they turn 18. Yeah, voting for the right representatives who are pro-gun control and being able to understand that being complicit is being tolerant and it's not enough to just not want guns we have to actively want to demolish gun use it's something that you know people can say things like oh well people are always going to buy guns you know um illegally we can't control people's illegal actions but our government needs to be able to have something enforced Mm -hmm. to where it's harder for people that aren't willing to go the extra step to do it illegally so voting for our representatives and being open and public with our opinions and having those difficult conversations with people who are following their parents' advice or their parents' opinions. It's not enough for us to just not care. Mm -hmm. We have to take the actions and write letters to, 
you know, our representatives and vote for the right people and be aware politically because this does affect our life and not Especially only ours. the generations. To yeah. Come. Gun reform is something that we need to put in place and it's something that we will continue to advocate for. And as we get to vote later in the next elections, we will be able to vote wisely. Yes, with these thoughts in the back of our heads. This is Elba. This is Isabella. And these and are our thoughts, thoughts on gun, gun reform. reform.